Why don't you uh, talk to your neighbor for a second while he makes his way up here? Here he comes. Here comes Pastor Dave. So, uh, Pastor Dave. Hello, hello, hello. Praise the Lord. All right. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to High Desert Word Center. And it is a beautiful October fall time morning. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and we will be glad in it. Amen. Well, we are going to have an awesome service today. Praise God. Mrs. Pastor has a word that she's going to share with us. The message is going to be great. And I hope you're here expecting to receive. Amen. Let's stand up together. We are going to speak some words of faith over the United States of America. And we do believe that we are seeing America come to Jesus. And we will not get tired of saying it. Amen. So let's say this together. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name and in unity. We confess that Jesus Christ is Lord over the United States of America. We declare that righteousness, mercy, justice, and judgment from you shall prevail. We declare that America will complete her God-given mission to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to the world. We push back the darkness of Satan from this nation and call for the light of Jesus Christ to invade the media and every home, church, and school and every town, city, and state of this great nation, the United States of America. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord some praise today. Hallelujah. All right. Well, we're going to take a few minutes here, as we do every Sunday now, to go do some meet and greet. Say hello to some people. Give some high fives, some hugs if you're good with that. And if you're like, hey, I don't want people in my bubble, you just wave from a distance, and we will probably leave you alone. All right? So everybody, let's stand up and go welcome somebody else to the house of the Lord today. Let's go. Every fear overtaken, every wall comes crashing down. I am free in your presence, whoa. You have lifted my burdens, you surround me with your grace, full of hope in your presence, whoa. Your love, my heart is overcome. 
person event it is a little bit more scaled down to kind of just bless uh you know our church family and you can bring friends and stuff like that we're just not advertising it to the whole world because uh it's just not what we're doing this year so that's this friday night and if you have uh, you know i think we've got do we have the candy and stuff that we need i think that we're there on the candy bags as far as i know and uh and whatnot but if you have any questions or you're like hey do you need something else make sure you see desiree um and and she should be able to tell you exactly what else we need but we're this close to making it happen so it's going to be absolutely awesome and of course harvest fest always ushers in the best time of the year which everybody knows is what it's Christmas. I mean, that's that's a, that's a solid answer. Everybody knows this. That it's the holiday season, and we absolutely love it. So, all of you parents of kids in children's church, you should know that they're starting up the children's Christmas play practice. Yes, and they're going to be doing a uh, performance this year at the Christmas service. Uh, we weren't able to do this last year, um, but this year we're back at it. The kids are doing a Christmas play. If you want your kids to be involved, make sure you get them to Children's Church on Sunday mornings. they got to be here so they can learn about it and practice. But if you've never been to one of our Christmas plays, it is the cutest thing this side of the Mississippi River. There's nothing cuter going on than this. And it's also powerful because these little kids, they're sharing the gospel message, the message that 
that Jesus Christ was born to save the world. And it is powerful and it is awesome. So parents, make sure that you're getting your kids here so they can be involved and be a part of the Christmas play. And I also want to tell you that we're going to have a church Thanksgiving service, okay? And amen. Everybody loves that. It's my number two favorite service of the year, right behind the Christmas service, because I have a traditional orange Argyle sweater that I wear, and that's my gift to you guys. Everybody loves my sweater. You love it, right? Because some of you are rolling your eyes, but you love that sweater, and you know. And here's the miracle. If you don't believe in miracles, here's a miracle. I've worn that sweater every Thanksgiving for 14 years, and it still fits. That's a miracle, because I don't exercise. That's a miracle from heaven, all right? So praise God. If anyone tells you, do you believe in miracles? You believe in miracles, all right? But that's coming up on Sunday, November 21st, and we'll be getting a sign-up sheet for that here really soon. But make sure you're here that day. It is a beautiful day to celebrate our thankfulness and all that God's done for us. Because does anybody in here know that God's been really good to you? Do you know that this morning that, hey, if it weren't for him, you would not be where you are today. God has been good to you, and we want to celebrate that and give thanks for it. So make sure that you don't miss out on the Thanksgiving service and all of the holiday festivities that are coming up. Amen. But it's a great time of year to be involved with a church family because all of these holidays we celebrate, all of it is to give glory to Jesus. Amen. Celebrating Christmas, celebrating Thanksgiving, celebrating Harvest Fest. We're here to give glory to God and bring honor to his name. And that's exactly what we're doing. Can we give the Lord one more shout of praise this morning? Amen. Before we move on. All right. Well, who knows what time it is now? Yeah. It's happy time. If you need an envelope, open up. Well, excuse me. Raise your hand and the ushers will get you one. And then open up your Bibles this morning to the book of Matthew. Matthew chapter 25. I'll be in the NLT here, Matthew chapter 25, amen, hallelujah, God loves a cheerful giver, and uh, hey, I love cheerful people, I'd rather be around cheerful people than down people, amen, and so Matthew chapter 25, and I'm going to be looking here at verse 29, but if you read the story here, it's the, the story of these three servants that a, their master gave each of them a different amount of money to invest. One guy got five bags of silver, one guy got three bags of silver, and the final guy got one bag of silver. And it says he divided each guy uh, their proportion according to their abilities to do something with it. And so uh, one guy invested it and got money back. The other guy did something responsible, the guy with the three bags, and he made some money back. The guy that only had the one bag, he didn't do anything. He just buried it in the ground. And so everyone's like, well, at least he didn't lose it. And and my goal in life is to not simply, well, at least I didn't lose. I want to do something with what the Lord has given me and blessed me with. Amen. And so, uh, and so Jesus says, hey, if you are faithful over little, then he can trust you with much. And there's so many people that are like, yeah, well, I would do something for God if I just had more. That's a lie. That's a lie. If you won't do something with the little bits you have now, don't say, well, God, if you would just give me an amazing ability to sing, then I would do something for you. If you would just give me an incredible ability to, to preach or, or play the guitar, I would do something. No, you wouldn't. Do something with what you have right now. 
But I'll tell you what, I, I, hey, listen, I grew up a pastor's kid, okay? I've heard a lot of stories over the years, but one of my favorites that I heard repeatedly in Indiana growing up, no one in California would say this, but anyways, in, in Indiana, people would always come up, you know, some, some redneck, come up to my dad and be like, tell you what, preacher, if I ever win that lottery, and I'm playing it every week, tell you what, first thing I'll do is I'll go build that church a brand new building. I swear to God I will, man. I'm like, no, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. If you, won't, if you won't give God a dollar off of your $10 right now, don't lie and say that you'd build a whole church building for some church somewhere. If you are not faithful over the little bits you have right now, you are never going to be trusted with a whole bunch more. And so look at this, Matthew chapter 25 and verse 29 in the NLT, Jesus Christ himself said, to those who use well what they are given even more will be given and they will have an abundance. And so instead of sitting there hating on that rich guy, instead of sitting there hating on that person that has it better than you and saying, man, they're just lucky they got all the breaks. Have you considered that maybe they used well the little bit they started off with and then God said, I can trust them with more and now they have an abundance. Have you even considered that fact? that they used the little bit well that God gave them, and he was able to trust them with even more. But look at this. But from those who do nothing, even what little they have will be taken away. And so my challenge to you today is this, okay? If we're believing God for more, if we're wanting bigger, if we're wanting better, if we're wanting more in our life, how well are you managing what you have right now? If you're not managing well the little bit you have right now, why would God just dump a whole bunch more on you? If I'm a boss, I'm not going to promote the guy that doesn't do anything over the people that do stuff. I'm going to promote and trust and, and, and give raises to the person who can sweep the floors well. Amen? And so I'm telling you this morning, if you're wanting more in life, if you're wanting God to, to bless you and trust you with more, you have to start managing well the little bits you have right now because the answer to your money problems is probably not more money amen that's probably not the answer the answer is managing well what you have right now and being obedient to what the word of god says with what you have right now and then god you know what they're growing i could i could i could pour a little bit more into their life but you've got to be faithful over little before you can be faithful and ruler over much. Can we get an amen this morning? All right, let's stand up together. We're going to speak some words of faith over our tithes and our offerings, and then we're going to get into some praise and worship, and we are going to have a home run of a time today. I'm telling you that right now. I came expecting to hear from the Lord. Let's say this together. As we bring the Lord's tithe and give offerings today, we believe we receive jobs or better jobs, promotions, raises and bonuses, benefits, sales and commissions, growth and business, settlements, estates and inheritances, interest and income, rebates and returns, checks in the mail, gifts and surprises, finding money, bills paid off, debts paid off, royalties received, blessings and increase. Thank you, Lord, for meeting all of my financial needs so I have more than enough to take good care of my family, to give generously in the kingdom of God, and promote the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's go. After you drop off your offering, 
Feel free to join us at the altar as we sing to the Lord. Let's sing. Our praise becomes your house, your place. Our praise becomes your house, your place. Our praise song and you come in, make the dance and you come in, shout your name and you come in, give me praise and you come in, sing a song and you come in, make a dance and you come in, shout your name and you come in, give me praise, cause you inhabit the praises of your
Just what you said Though the storms may 